MPB Think Radio. This is Deep South Dining. It's a show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. This morning, we're going to go to the sweet potato capital of the world, Vardam in Mississippi. We'll talk with Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council and Jen Houston from the bakery Sweet Potato Sweets, located in the heart of Artiman. So how do you prepare your sweet potatoes and what's your favorite dish? Join our conversation this morning with your comments and recipes. Give us a call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. This morning, we're going to the sweet potato capital of the world, Vardaman, Mississippi. We have Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council here in studio. And later, we'll talk to Jan Houston from the bakery Sweet Potato Sweets. It's located right in the heart of Vardaman. So we're asking you, what's your favorite sweet potato dish? How do you prepare them? Uh, what's a favorite recipe that you'd like to share with us? To join the conversation, we have some phone lines open at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. Send an email to food at mpbonline.org. So good morning, Sylvia. Thanks for joining us this morning. It's good to be here. Uh, we'll talk to Sylvia in just a minute, but uh, Deborah, we always like to start off the show by talking about uh, the food that you brought in to share with us. So uh, we all were all smiles this morning. Uh, what, what did you bring in? <laughs> well, of course, Kevin, today is all about sweet potatoes. So I brought in a little bit of sweet potato pie, and of course, I snuck you in a little happy today. Right. That was uh, a, a rum cake. So if, if I begin to slur my w- words on, on the air, that'll, it'll be Deborah's fault with the rum cake. But uh, the, tell us about the sweet potato pie that you made. Well, Kevin, of course, you know, the very first show that we did here uh, with Mississippi Public Broadcasting was all about sweet potatoes, and I brought in my mama's secret recipe. So we brought that pie in again today, and it's really yummy. It's got some secret spices in it, and uh, I think everybody was pretty happy. It's really creamy and um, moist and yummy, so... Yeah, I think you were pretty happy. And I think I heard Ezra go, oh, my God, a couple of times. (laughs) Yeah, it was very creamy, I thought, uh, and uh, has a nice uh, orangey color to it. So uh, always a good – I thought of you this weekend. I was in Milton, Florida, and ended up at a barbecue place. And one of the appetizers they had was pickled cucumbers, sweet pickled cucumbers with uh, red onion in it. Did you bring me some back? Well, no, but I thought about you, so that's... See, Sylvia, the running joke is, is that Kevin is my Monday morning husband, okay? We're both single, so on Mondays, I feed my men, but he manages to always take these trips and go out of town without me, so we're about to get a divorce. I mean, it's just terrible. That doesn't sound fair to me. They were really good, though. Very thinly sliced, and like I said, the sweet pickle with the with the red onion was really good, and the, the barbecue was... It was really one of the better barbecues I've had in a while, so... Fantastic. I'm glad you had a good time, Kevin. Hey, you were 
worked so hard, so you deserve your breaks. A Facebook friend had recommended that place. I, was, I, I mean, I didn't know that anybody went to Milton, Florida, but apparently he had, <laughs> and, like I said, recommended it. It was really, really good uh, barbecue there. Uh, so, Sylvia, tell us a little bit about uh, the Sweet Potato Council and, and what the work they do is. Well, the Sweet Potato Council is uh, made up of all the farmers that raise sweet potatoes in the two-county area, which is the predominant sweet potato area of Mississippi, Calhoun and Chickasaw counties. And we do have some farmers in neighboring Webster County. But the Sweet Potato Council uh, is designed to keep the farmers informed about issues that uh, would affect them and also to promote the sweet potato that we think is the best in the world, the Vardaman sweet potato. Fantastic. So what kind of issues would the farmers actually have? Well, we have uh, information about labor, and we have information about um, uh, other things that they need to keep up with during the year, production practices and uh, product- and practices in their sheds to keep their, their uh, product safe when they're handling it, and just the kinds of things that you want to stay on top of when you're selling produce. Okay. So do we know how is it the the soil especially good in that part of the of the state? How did Vardaman in, in that area get to be the, known for sweet potatoes? Well, about 100 years ago in 1915, um, some farmers came down from Martin, Tennessee, and they were the first generation that raised sweet potatoes in uh, in Vardaman area. And their uh, lineage still continues there today. And then the climate in our area of the state and also the soil so the expertise of the farmers uh, plus the climate and the soil is what makes our potatoes so special. That's that's neat to know that those the, they came down there and that sort of, as you said, that, that, that family still going on, still uh, active in, in the sweet potato uh, producing. So that, that's interesting to find out. We've got some open phone lines. If you're listening this morning and would like to join in, call us at 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 672 7464. You can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. So what uh, what makes Vardaman sweet potatoes so darn good? Because well, they're just darn good, Kevin. <laughs> 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 yes, they are really good. And we've developed a lot of recipes that's made them very popular. And then, of course, the sweet potato sweets uh, accentuates that with people coming to Vardaman to, to uh, buy the, the um products that are made there and everything in there has at least uh, one ingredient of sweet potatoes and we basically grow Beauregard which was bred in Louisiana at LSU and we brought them to Vardaman and they have adapted to our soil we really think they're a little bit sweeter than they were originally and um, it's a real good orange all around sweet potato that we're very proud of in our production and our yields and our farmers we have a lot of young farmers, and they are coming right along and going to be great uh, ambassadors for the sweet potato industry. And we all just work together, and, and with the, the development of that particular sweet potato, uh, yields have increased. It's, that's the bottom line for a farmer is you got to make enough yield to make a profit. So the Beauregard has been very good to the Vardaman area. And you know what I love about that particular <coughs> potato, too, is you can smell it. 
you know, it has that really uh, nutty, natural nutty smell right. to it, and it's just intoxicating. So as you start to peel, and, and when I was a little girl, my grandfather would peel and eat a little bit. So when I'm right. making pies, Sylvia, I might peel and just eat right. a little bit. It's just amazing. Yes, my husband eats them in the field. So, uh, <laughs> we know about raw sweet potato. We actually have a couple of dips that go really well with raw sweet potato. So you can use a, a sweet potato just like you use a carrot. Absolutely. You can use it in uh, raw for dips on your trays and then also in coleslaw. Absolutely. Mm. And they, they make a wonderful uh, pieces to add to salads as well. So right, right. A lot of healthy nutrition and a little bitty bite there to add to a salad. But it sounds like it's really versatile, too, because, you know, we talk about, I know Deborah, uh, I think one time made us some sweet potato soup. There's a sweet potato pie. You can eat sweet potatoes. So it can be sweet or savory, real versatile uh, uh, vegetable. You right. can have some Forrest Gump moments with sweet potatoes. <laughs> you definitely can. In fact, I've been called that a time or two. <laughs> That's pretty good. But a sweet potato is not really a potato. No, it's a tuber and um, a root, I guess you would say. And um, it's not, it's of the morning glory family. Absolutely. So it's not even the in the same family as an actual potato that we think of. Absolutely. So um, you've got, uh, you know, you've got a lot of recipes, a lot of cookbooks, that sort of thing. You've been around sweet potatoes, work with them. Uh, do you have a favorite sweet potato recipe? Well, I guess you'd say my favorite one is the uh, sweet potato casserole that's traditionally uh-huh. served at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Of course, I cook it other times of the year as well. And um, it's a little indulgent with the brown sugar and the pecan topping. But um, you can't beat a good sweet potato pie. And uh, Miss uh, Honey's was very good this morning. Thank you. Uh, I did like the creamy texture of hers. Uh, the sweet potato sweets has a really good one, and then the custard pie that uh, I like to enjoy is, is actually a little bit different. So you can't go wrong with sweet potato pie. And then we have a a um, salad recipe, sweet potato holiday salad that uses raw sweet potatoes and pineapple and a lot of good things. And um, it's really good, especially in the summertime. If you put one up and uh, have it in the freezer and you bring it out to go with your summer meal, that cold taste, you just can't beat it. It's also got apricot nectar in it and gives oh, wow. it that flavor. So. There's there's just not a bad way. A baked sweet potato, you can't go wrong with that on a cold day, you oh know, with a little butter. Those so, baked potatoes um, in the ashes in the fireplace for me are always the best way to have them. So oh, yes, <laughs> that does sound good. All right, uh, we need to take a break, but before, before we go to that, uh, what is the difference between a sweet potato and a yam? Ta-da! Sweet potatoes are what are actually grown in the United States. LSU, well, actually, the Louisiana Sweet Potato Commission did a really good job of uh, promoting their potatoes as yams over the years, and that's led to a lot of confusion. But what is grown in the United States is a sweet potato, not a yam. And if even on the boxes from Louisiana, they have to put the word sweet potato on there. So we market ours as sweet potatoes. They just happen to market theirs as yams. But they're all grown in the in the 
United States, they're all sweet potatoes. And if you really look up yams, they're a African product, and they are totally different. They're very long and scaly and can get in hundreds of pounds and quite different. But people, the confusion comes from the really good job that the Louisiana <laughs> Sweet Potato Commission did over the years. And they actually got permission from USDA to uh, market their sweet potatoes way back in the 40s as yes, yams. yams. Hmm. So they're not doing anything illegal, but the, if you look on their boxes, it will also say sweet potatoes. One of the other uh, very distinct differences, too, between a sweet potato and a yam is what we were just talking about. You can literally eat a sweet potato raw. You right. cannot eat a yam raw. you got to go ahead and cook it because it can be very toxic if you just eat it raw. So that's a big plus for the sweet potato. That's right. That's yeah. right. We got a caller on the line, so let's get this before our first break. It's our friend Frank in Jackson. Uh, good morning, Frank. Hey, good morning, Frank. Good morning. You finally hit on something I know of, something about raw food. <laughs> okay, I've got two questions. Number one, there are reports, and I've noticed it myself, that Vidalia onions do not taste the same as they used to, and they're not as sweet. So my question is, what is your county extension service and your young farms doing to maintain the uniqueness of the soil that gives your sweet potatoes such a great flavor and great productivity? That's the first question. And the second question is, I've heard a lot of stuff about you need to not overindulge in raw sweet potatoes because there are certain uh, inherent toxins in the sweet potato that really need to be cooked. So those two questions, what is the latest research about natural toxins in sweet potatoes and I mean, how much, how many raw sweet potatoes can you eat? And what is being done to maintain the uniqueness of that soil in your county um, that used to be maintained by using crop um, rotation? All right, uh, Frank, uh, good to hear from you. Let's, uh, any, any thoughts on, on what Frank said? Well, we definitely rotate our sweet potato crops. We usually don't keep them uh, growing on a, the same land over three years. So that helps uh, protect the qualities of the soil. And um, as far as your question about the toxicity of the sweet potato, I don't think um, most people don't consume enough raw sweet potato that it would really hurt them. Uh, I've never heard of anybody having a, an incident with any raw sweet potatoes. So I really don't think that's a huge uh, problem. I think it, uh, if the issue goes back again to the yam versus the potato, uh, eating raw yams, uh, creates very high toxicity problems very quickly opposed to the sweet potato. And it's really wonderful hearing you talk about rotating the um, soil because my grandfather was a farmer uh, and we raised uh, cotton, corn, and sweet potatoes. And every year... Uh, the soil was switched with where he would plant things in order to keep the nutrition in the soil from being overused, which kept these uh, vegetables really beautiful, wonderful taste and wonderful fragrances that we don't a lot of times get now because things are grown in either greenhouses or you're doing, uh, you know, a lot of uh, n- a new scientific kinds of experiments with growing our, what we do here in Mississippi is with the sweet potatoes, quite very natural. And so really right. proud of that. Right. Yeah. And we use good agricultural practices and we have to be, that's called GAP and we have to be GAP certified. And so uh, just common sense tells you, you don't want to wear out the soil. We had that problem way back in the 20s. So uh, as a good farmer and using good practices, we, we uh, rotate our crops. 
right. We need to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll continue our discussion on sweet potatoes. Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council. Sylvia, thanks for joining us this morning. You're we'll, welcome. We'll be back with more after this. MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. MPB's at issue has the 2017 legislative session covered from all angles. You'll hear each week from Mississippi's most influential elected leaders at the state capitol. MPB political analysts Republican Austin Barber and Democrat Brandon Jones provide insight on the critical issues facing the state and how these issues impact you. Join host Wilson Stribling for Mississippi's only statewide television news program at issue Fridays at 7.30 p.m. on MPB TV. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're visiting today with Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council. And later in the show, we'll be talking with Jan Houston from Sweet Potato Sweets in Vardaman, Mississippi. So if you're a sweet potato lover, this is your day today. Give us a call and let us know how you like to prepare your sweet potatoes. What's your favorite recipe? The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can always email the show food at mpbonline.org. Got a caller on the line, so we say good morning to Mikey in Mobile. Good morning, Mikey. Well, good morning, Mikey. How are you, girl? Hello. I'm, I'm, you know, if it was a, if sweet potatoes were a football team, I'd be waving my little pom pom. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Um, uh, and I've got to say that my favorite way is is the simplest. My grandmother would just um, we had a lot of people to feed, and she would simply wash them uh, when when the weather was chilly, like we're having on and off now, and then uh, wash them, put them on a baking sheet put them in the oven, heat the house at the same time. And uh, then when they came out, oh, it was just so good. Yes. It was just so good. And then if you had any if you had any leftover, which with my brothers was unusual, but if you did, they were still great the next day, cold. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I mean, they were just fantastic. So um, thank you for growing sweet potatoes. Um, uh, now, I, I've got a... I don't know whether or not does the, the GMO stuff affect what we have available as far as sweet potatoes nowadays. No, no. 
their uh, product that you can eat without worrying about GMO. Um, there's no GMO in sweet potatoes other than what naturally occurs by the breeding process. And and uh, GMO is is a scare tactic to a lot of people, but sweet potatoes are safe. And not just the GMOs, but sweet potatoes are just plain good for you. They're high in potassium. Uh, they're high in vitamin A. The, so that's your antioxidants, that thing that keeps your skin beautiful, girls. So go out and buy some more sweet potatoes. <laughs> I mean, they're just wonderful. Zero fat. I mean, you can't Zero beat fat. that. So they're great for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you're talking about pulling that waistline in. They help to speed up your metabolism. So why wouldn't you have... Sweet potatoes. <laughs> yes, yes, you're exactly right. They are very nutritious, and even a diabetic can eat sweet potatoes. Absolutely. Let's go next. We got another caller. Uh, Jesse is in Mobile today. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? The last we spoke, it was on gumbo around Thanksgiving. Absolutely. How are you doing today? Well, the weather has warmed up a little bit, so <laughs> the storms have moved on, so no complaints from here. Fantastic. Right. What do you have for us today, sweetie? Microwave and sweet potatoes. There's a physical dish you can get. It's a not really a rubber, but it's uh, along that same space age material that can go in the microwave and go in the oven. It's not on the oven, but it seals so your sweet potatoes stay moist as you're cooking them. Mm-hmm. And it's wash off sea salt, olive oil, and depending upon the size of the sweet potatoes, maybe ten minutes or nine minutes, and then you poke to see if they're soft enough, and maybe another two minutes on full, and you're done. Absolutely. I was having one of those Karate Kid moments, wash on, wash off. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely a good way to uh, have a sweet potato prepared very quickly, and it is good, and like you said, you know, a good hot sweet potato can't be beat. All right, Jesse, thanks for your call this morning. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. We're talking about sweet potatoes today. We've got our guest, Sylvia Clark, from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council. And we've got some open phone lines. So if you'd like to call in and share uh, maybe a favorite recipe or a way that you like to prepare sweet potatoes, the number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. And speaking of... uh, interesting ways to, uh, to cook sweet potatoes. Jan Houston from the Sweet Potato Sweets will join us a little bit later in the show. Sure, she's got some interesting ways to um, uh, make sweet potatoes uh, go even further. So uh, we had a call uh, that came in. Um, Sylvia, where can you find Vardaman sweet potatoes and how do you know those are the sweet potatoes you're buying maybe at a grocery store or whatever? Well, they're sold uh, a lot in Mississippi, but one uh, chain that I know for sure carries vitamin sweet potatoes is your Kroger grocery. Mm-hmm. And so um, the thing to do is uh, just look for the box and look for the Mississippi name on the box or ask your grocer if uh, they are Mississippi sweet potatoes. And if they're not, please request that they carry Mississippi sweet potatoes because if you're a Mississippian, you should not be eating sweet potatoes from another state. (laughs) Eat ours. They're the best. And that's a good point. I've not thought about that. But, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, when we talk about the... um, 
the um, I can't think of the word, but you know, using produce from Mississippi, the farmers markets and that sort of thing. Uh, why not do that? If you if you don't find the Mississippi produce in your uh, your grocery store, go ahead and go to the produce manager and let him know uh, that you want uh, these authentic uh, sweet potatoes from right here in Mississippi. It's a great way to support our farmers. It's economically sound thing to do. It just makes for good neighbors to go ahead and support the people that are working really hard. And farmers work really hard. Yes, they A do. lot of times, you know, we run in the grocery store and everybody's so busy. But one of the things we talk about here, Sylvia, is when you sit down to eat a meal, you've invited a whole world of people with you. You've invited their time, their labor, their love and their energy to, to prepare your meal. And so what a wonderful way uh, Kevin, to just share some love. Uh, one of the things that Sylvia uh, used, it was a word that she used, and as a culinary person, I understand it quite well. Uh, she and her husband are purists when it comes to food. So could you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, um, we believe in eating local, you know, and there's a big movement about eating local and know your farmer. And so with your sweet potato, um, you don't have to add a lot to it. You know, you can eat it sugar-free if you prefer. Um, we have a lot of recipes that add a lot of butter and a lot of sugar and a lot of other good things, but it's not necessary. Um, our vitamin sweet potatoes are very sweet right out of the ground. You can eat them raw. You can eat them cooked. You can eat them baked. You can eat them boiled. You there can you add them. You can, gum. There we you go. You can <laughs> add them to, to bread, you know, cornbread or biscuit mix, and and get a little nutrition. Um, of course, we talk about uh, feeding them to babies and snaking them into food. I've even seen a spaghetti sauce recipe that had puree sweet potato in it. So, uh, you know, you can doctor them up as much or as, as little as you want to, but if you really want to be a purist, you can just eat them like they are because they have enough natural sweetness in them. So they're good, just plain. Absolutely. But I think that's interesting because I think you're right. It, it, you said like the spaghetti sauce. I think that natural sweetness, uh, when it's pureed and mixed up in there, does add to the flavor and as you say it's a, a, a maybe a sneaky way of of getting some folks to eat the, <laughs> some good vegetables <clears throat> looks like we've got some callers on the line so we head back to the phones beginning again in jackson gladys has called in today good morning gladys good hey morning. good morning glad y'all talking about sweet potatoes because i love them but i don't know quite what to do with them okay uh oh. what i want to know is just what to really look for to get the one that's going to be not woody or anything uh, you, you you look at a pile in a in a box store and it's all kinds of shapes and sizes. Uh, and uh, once you get them home, how long can you just store them uh, before you need to to use them? Or is there a way that you can blanch them or something to put in the freezer? When I put mine in the freezer, they get mushy. So, Sylvia, what uh, what do you look for at the grocery store for a good sweet potato? Well, at the grocery store, you want it to still be firm, and you want it to have a little weight to it because as the year progresses, the sweet potato will uh, naturally dry up a little bit, and it will lose some of its weight. So the uh, weightier it is, the fresher it is. And um, then once you get it at home, if you keep it at the right temperature, you can keep them for months. And they're not like apples. They don't touch another one and ruin it. You know, if you did have one to go a little bit bad in your box, it's not going to ruin the rest of them. But uh, the main thing is keeping it right at the right temperature. Do not refrigerate sweet potatoes and don't let them get too cold. That's what um, makes them go bad the quickest. And then... Um, 
just keeping them uh, in a dry place. You don't want them to get wet. And that's the main thing, to keep them in the best shape for, for cooking. And as far as as uh, baking, what I do is bake them and put them in the freezer. Or you can bake them. The bacon gets the most flavor out of a sweet potato. So if you bake them and then peel them and then just make you up a puree, then you're ready to do, like, put it in a quart or a pint box and put it in your freezer. You're ready to make anything when you file that out. So... Um, that's a really good way, too. All right. Gladys, thanks for your call. We need to take another quick break. When we get back, we've got some callers to get to, so we'll get to your call. Also, we've got an open phone line, so if you want to join in, it's one 672 That's one mpb ring More of Deep South Dining after this break. steps to your front door mpb news covers the state like no one else our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life mpb news online at mpbonline.org and on mpb think radio this is an mpb think radio podcast to hear previous shows visit mpbonline.org or download the mpb public radio app to listen on your iphone or android phone on demand Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about sweet potatoes today. Our guest is Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council. So we've been talking about uh, ways to prepare sweet potatoes, uh, some tips about choosing them (laughs) at the grocery store and favorite recipes. So got some more phone phone calls to get to. We begin again in York, Alabama, as we say good morning to Dana. Hello, Dana. Hey, Dana. How are you? Doing great. Um, Two questions. Um, the sweet potato that I sold at Barnum, do you have more than one kind of sweet potato? More than one variety, is that what you're asking? Yes, ma'am. Uh, or what we may say, more than more type of gene or, or what type of uh, sweet potato? There are several different varieties, and there are several different colors of sweet potatoes. There's white sweet potatoes. There's a purple sweet potato that's very uh, popular in the oriental population. Um we sell several varieties, but for the most uh, main purpose in the Vardaman area, the Beauregard, which is orange, is is raised. And um, occasionally people will have two varieties that they grow, but, but mostly people stick to the, the one variety, the Beauregard. But those others are available, and they're good in uh, different applications. You kind of have to know what you're doing with them. Uh, they're not quite as versatile as the orange one, but uh, there are people that prefer the other colored sweet potatoes. Okay, the Beauregard sweet potato. I was in Jackson. I don't know whether the gentleman had bought them from you all, but he said he had got them from that area. 
and I bought, um, I think, a case of them. And I brought them back, and, and um, I didn't bake or do anything with them. And they had lost the weight. But uh, when we did some sweet potatoes, that was the best sweet potato <laughs> pie than what we had done when we had did some of them freshly that we had just bought. Right. Because they had lost the weight. Now, let me tell you about that. Uh, they will lose a little weight as they get older, but the other thing that happens is the starch turns to sugar, mm-hmm. and so they get sweeter the longer you've had them. So, so possibly the best, sweetest sweet potatoes that you would have would be maybe in July, August, or September of a year, uh, and they were last year uh, crop sweet potatoes. So there's nothing wrong with them, and uh, they just get sweeter and better. All right, uh, Dana, <clears throat> thanks for the call. Let's go next to uh, Robert, who's in Natchez this morning. Good morning, Robert. Hey, good morning, Robert. Good morning. Thank you for your information. Listen, I'm calling because I love sweet potatoes, and I will use the microwave because I'm always late to getting ready to eat. <laughs> and, we'll go there. and I even love them like that. But what I have found is the longer a sweet potato bakes, mm-hmm. the sweeter it gets. There's one restaurant who serve sweet, baked sweet potatoes, and they're almost caramelized and almost liquefied like a pie filling when you cut them open. So if you cook them longer and slower, does it break the starch down better, or what's the deal on that? Well, actually, the, the part of the deal on c- cooking them longer is you're right. The sugar actually does it. It it perks up the longer you allow it to bake. It, it's a natural sweetness that happens. It's a natural caramelization in there because uh, these sweet potatoes have very little uh, sugar uh, in terms of the bad sugar. There's no uh, cholesterol in this sweet potato. So as it just sits, it's just like roasting them in the fireplace. You know, when we were kids, it would take a while, but when you broke them open, it was almost like eating a sweet potato pie. So uh, it's kind of like uh, cooking a good roast. You want to go slow and long. All right, uh, Robert, thanks. Uh, good to hear from you. Let's uh, spend the next few minutes with um, <clears throat> Jan Houston of Sweet Potato Sweets in Vardaman. Jan, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Hey, good morning, Jan. Good morning. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, first off, tell us a little bit about uh, Vardaman, Mississippi. Well, Vardaman is of course, you've heard this morning, known for our sweet potatoes. And uh, we're very proud of that fact. We're a very small town, and it's really just a farming community. And um, we feel like that we have something that nobody else has because our sweet potatoes, to us, are the best. And we just uh, actually heard from our uh, previous caller, Dana, said he, he the best sweet potato pie he had ever had. So uh, that's high praise. And uh, we we enjoyed what we well, the, the pie that Deborah made this morning. But first, now, tell us a little bit about Sweet Potato Sweets. How did the idea for kind of a sweet potato bakery uh, come about? Well, my mother and two other local farmers' wives started the bakery in 1996. Um, the story is that Someone came through, and they were going to have a little reception for them, and they needed some sweet potato pies to impress them. So the ladies got together and made some sweet potato pies. He was so impressed that he said he believed he could sell a lot of those if they could commit to baking them for for him. 
so they talked about it and decided they would, and they that's how they started, but they the, they never heard from the gentleman again. Oh, wow. <laughs> but that's okay, because we've, we've heard from a lot of people since then. Isn't that amazing how um, dreams and uh, adventures come through? You know, exactly. it's, that's just really incredible. All right, so uh, Jen, tell us some of the different uh, types of sweet potato things that you that you fix there at, at uh, Sweet Potato Sweets. Well, on a daily basis, we have several different things, probably around 35. Wow. When they first started, they had sweet potato pies and sweet potato bread. And today we still have those, but we have, um, we'll put sweet potatoes in anything. We have sweet potato <laughs> sausage balls. We have mm. sweet potato fudge, have several different sweet potato pies, a lot of the cold pies like that, uh, the cheesecake pie mm-hmm. and things like that that we keep in the freezer. Our big seller is the sweet potato muffin top. That's a recipe that we wouldn't share if we um, had a gun to our head. (laughs) Uh, We also have something that we came up with that's called sweet potato yum yum. It only has four ingredients, but we've not had, and we'll tell you the ingredients, but we've not had anyone be able to recreate it. we I just like the name, sweet potato yum yum. Well, that's how we came up with it. We said, "Well, how, what do we name this?" And we took a bite, and someone said, "Yum." yum. <laughs> so that was it. Uh, we we sell a lot of the sweet potato log rolls. That's a, a it's a, a cake that's rolled up, and it has the cream cheese icing inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just put sweet potatoes in anything. And we uh, even go back to the basics like the sweet potato casserole. We also sell those. And uh, I, I see from my notes here that uh, the, our, our furry friends are not left out either. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we have sweet potato dog treats. Um, and I have a grand dog who loves them. So I, I, I can attest that they are pretty good. All right. Now I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, out of all the things that you fix, do you have a favorite Thing. I do. Okay. I do. My favorite is the sweet potato bread. It has, uh, it's made with dates and walnuts in it. Um, and when I, if someone asked me if I like dates, I would say no. But they cook out in the sweet potato bread and just has a wonderful flavor. That sounds like a good cup of coffee early in the morning. Exactly. Oh, wow. All right, so uh, Jen, where are you located in, in Vardaman? I, I would imagine it's not too difficult to find. Exactly, it's not. We are on the main street coming through the town, Highway 8. We're right next to the bank. So we have one flashing light in Vardaman, and we're close to the flashing light, so you can't miss us. We yeah. love to have visitors. We hope everyone would stop by and say hello to us. That's very convenient. You're right next to the bank, so if someone comes in, you know they don't they they say stock up. They go to the bank, they get a, a withdrawal, and then they come back for more. We we planned it that way. <laughs> uh, do you have any kind of like a Facebook page or anything online? We do have a Facebook page, and we also have a website, sweetpotatosweets.com. All right. We uh, we um, we do a, a tremendous uh, mail business during mm-hmm. the Christmas season. So we send them all over the United States. And some foreign countries. Very good. We've uh, been talking with Jan Houston from Sweet Potato Sweets in Bartman. Uh, Jan, thanks for joining us, and uh, you've made us hungry here thinking about the wonderful things you make with sweet potatoes. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, and please stop by anytime you're in Bartman. Remember, right. you said that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a quick break. We'll be back. We've got a couple of callers on the line, and we'll continue talking with Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council. You're listening to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Back to wrap up the program after this. 
podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. MPB's at issue has the 2017 legislative session covered from all angles. You'll hear each week from Mississippi's most influential elected leaders at the state capitol. MPB political analysts Republican Austin Barber and Democrat Brandon Jones provide insight on the critical issues facing the state and how these issues impact you. Join host Wilson Stribling for Mississippi's only statewide television news program, At Issue, Fridays at 7.30 p.m. on MPB TV. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And we're visiting today with Sylvia Clark from the Mississippi Sweet Potato Council. We've been talking about sweet potatoes throughout the hour, and we've got some callers on the line. Some folks have been waiting patiently to get on. So let's start again uh, with Curtis in Loosedale. Good morning, Curtis. Good morning. Good morning to you. I was uh, listening to your show and always enjoy listening to uh, to the station. But um uh, I got a Mediterranean cookbook and uh, tried following some of the recipes, and they had one with, that was in it about sweet potatoes, and it had an ingredient that I thought was most unlikely, and that was to put a little black pepper in it. And I didn't really believe it, but I tried it, and I put it on every baked potato dish I've ever made since, <laughs> and it wakes up the sweetness for some reason, and maybe because of the contrast between the fire and the sweetness. But I, I don't think I'd try it on a sweet potato pie, but I but I think just plain baked potatoes, it works very well. Well, that's an absolutely um, basic concept. You want to be able to balance out sweet with a little bit of heat all the time. And the wonderful thing about sweet potatoes are they go from being very, very sweet to very, very savory. You can do anything with sweet potatoes, as I guess we're just talking about, from making soups uh, to making stews to adding them to roast to making pies to making candies. Uh, you can even There's even a sweet potato wine. So there's nothing that you can't do. But adding just a little bit of heat to take that texture up a little bit, uh, for some people it's really fantastic. Sylvia and I were talking this morning. Uh, her, her wonderful husband of 46 years, uh, he's a purist, so he doesn't like any spices at all. So it just really depends on your taste buds, but I think you should go for it. And a lot of times with Mediterranean dishes, you get a little bit of more heat with the, uh, most of their dishes. So I think that's fantastic. All right, uh, Curtis, thanks for your call. We've got some open phone lines if you'd like to weigh in. If you're a sweet potato fan, we'd like to hear from you this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring The phone number is one 672 7464 You can always email the show as well. It's food at mpbonline.org. Let's go to Brandon. Susan has called in today. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to build on Sylvia's <coughs> comment about how well sweet potatoes free. Um, there are only three people in our family, but we buy sweet potatoes by the bushel. I bake an oven full at a time, and then I strip the skins off when they're hot, and and uh, then I mash the sweet potatoes just with a little salt, a little bit of butter, freeze them, and they freeze perfectly, unlike rice 
or white potatoes. You know, the texture of those is ruined when you freeze them. Sweet potatoes are perfect when you get them out of the freezer. So then I am able to um, pull those out, and I always have a pint of them in the refrigerator for myself. I use them for weight control with a little stevia, a little additional butter, and cinnamon because they're very satisfying for a dessert. For my dad, who needs the extra calories, I top it with chopped pecans and whipped cream and maple syrup. So that sounds family happy. And I also wanted to mention that um, Oriental people stir fry the sweet potato tops. They are a vegetable, and I've tried them. They're really delicious. Fantastic. All right. Thank you, Susan. Good call. Thanks for calling in this morning. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio, talking about sweet pota- uh, sweet potatoes this morning. Got some open phone lines. If you'd like to call in at one eight seven seven MPB Ring, our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email the show food at mpbonline dot org. So, Sylvia, we're talking about you know what to look for when you're in the grocery store to get a good sweet potato, and you said you wanted to to get kind of the the heavier ones. Uh, but I guess maybe like a baked potato in terms of size, something that might you know fit in the palm of your hand, that kind of thing. Uh, what are some other tips uh, that you keep in mind when uh, uh, grocery shopping for sweet potatoes? That's exactly right. To me, uh, the best size is about the size of your hand. Uh, That's got about 120 calories in it, which is not astronomical. You can eat that without feeling guilty. It's just about right. If you're going to peel it for some reason, it's easy to handle. And so, uh, to me, that's a good size. Now, you go in these steakhouses, and they're going to give you a great big sweet potato, which is fine. And sometimes uh, you would want that much with a steak or a meal. They're especially good with steak. They're also very good with fish and pork. And so, um, but for size, I agree with you that about the palm size is just just about right for the right kind of serving to keep you healthy. Well, Sylvia, if I wanted to grow sweet potatoes at my home, could I do that in a pot or a planter, or do I need to have a huge garden? How does that work? No, you could grow them at home, uh, a, a row in your garden or something like that. You don't probably wouldn't have as much success in South Mississippi as you would uh, above I-20, but um, there, it's definitely doable, and um, and and you can have some success. You can make a few. Uh, we prefer you buy them because we're the experts, <laughs> and uh, we do a really good job at raising them. And so your husband's over here going, "Absolutely, baby, get her straight." <laughs> it's, it's convenient to just go in the store and buy sweet potatoes. Absolutely. We have got another caller to get to. We're off to uh, Starkville this time, as Deb is on the line. Good morning, Deb. Good morning. I just love my baked sweet potatoes. We bake them in the jackets, and whenever we have some left over, it's always wonderful in the morning on toast. Mm. Just toast some whole wheat toast <laughs> that we've we've made at home, and then put those sweet potatoes on there and just mash them up a little bit. Oh, it's so good. Girl, you just made me happy describing that. It's just you know, I could hear the excitement in your voice. Like well, I can't I wait till the next morning, day. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Deb, I've actually seen them um, sliced, uh, kind of thick, and put in the uh, in the toaster and toasted oh, for a wow. few minutes, and then use that as your uh, bread for a sandwich. Oh wow! So that's a, a new way to use sweet potatoes. Oh, that sounds wonderful too. I'll have to try <laughs> it. You don't have to try it. 
Thanks, uh, Deb, for your call. I've got a couple minutes left in the show and some open phone lines if you want to call in here right at the very end at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send us an email, food at mpbonline.org. I know uh, that I've experimented with uh, roasted sweet potatoes, and both uh, those are pretty good. I know I, I participate in the Blue Apron thing, you know, where they send you the, the food in, and we've had right. sweet potatoes in there several times and have both kind of made them like sweet potato fries in long pieces, but also uh, just little uh, rounds as well. But uh, they really taste well uh, uh, roasted. And I think the last time I did it, I roasted them with some um, red onion, which uh, was really nice. Kevin is turning into the absolutely fabulous gourmet chef, and so I'm just really proud of him with that. Yeah, Sweet potatoes grill really nicely in the summer, too, so you can definitely eat them year-round. They are a versatile uh, vegetable that can be eaten at any meal and at any time of the year. And the thing, too, Sophia, that I love about it is that they pair well with any meat that you choose, whether it's pork chops, whether it's beef, whether it's fish. They pair really well with fish. So there's nothing that you can't serve the sweet potato with. Mississippi Gross has this amazing sausage that I absolutely love. They are wonderful with sausage. So there's nothing that you can't use the sweet potato with. That's right. So I mentioned a quick follow up on on the grilling sweet potatoes. Uh, how, would you like slice them, or, or do you um, you could do them whole? But what are some uh, tips and things for grilling sweet potatoes? Well, you could slice them and uh, put them in foil and put that on your um, grill and maybe uh, move them over to the side and let them have some slow heat. But uh, you could do them. You could even put them directly on the grill and get the grill marks. You know, it's just mm-hmm. your preference. But uh, and they don't have to cook a really extremely long time to be uh, done. Like she said, the caramelization works if you uh, uh, roast them for a long time. But they're good at, at almost any stage, from raw to that really, really caramelized taste. Absolutely. Let's work in one final call, and it's uh, from Dudley in Calhoun City. Good morning, Dudley. Good morning. I'm not from Calhoun City. I really live in Calhoun County. Okay. My mailing address is Vardaman. Uh-huh. That's why I'm calling. All right. I really want to tell you how much I'm enjoying the show. And also, these ladies are friends of mine. And it's great to hear uh, Vardaman <laughs> and all sweet potatoes uh, all over the country. So just thank you very much for accepting my call. All right. Hey, Dudley. <laughs> Thanks for the compliments. Great job. Hey, uh, Dudley, before we let you go, what's your favorite way to eat a sweet potato? Uh, you know, one of my favorite ways is raw. I loved, as I grew up, I used to love to, you know, peel the potato and just eat it raw. And the next would be the sweet potato fries. Okay. Oh, they wow. are all right, uh, great, Dudley. Thanks for calling in. Uh, this is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Got a, just a couple of minutes left. Um, so, uh, Sylvia, if someone wanted to know more about the, the Sweet Potato Council, uh, how could they get in touch? Is there a way to maybe get some uh, uh, recipes, that sort of thing? We have a website. It's mssweetpotatocouncil.org, and there's some information there. And then there's also information at uh, Sweet Potato Festival. I believe it's Vardaman Sweet Potato Festival. Dot com And um, we'd love for you. We have the festival every November, and we have lots and lots of visitors. And we'd love for you to come to Vardaman and not only see about all the farmers and the um, sweet potato industry, but visit Sweet Potato Sweets while you're there. All and right. before we go, Kevin, I just wanted to tell Sylvia, thank you so much. Of course, you know, I love getting gifts. And this morning she brought me this beautiful, beautiful cookbook. It is Mississippi Sweet Potato Cookbook. Girl, thank you so much because I you're saw welcome. some amazing recipes in here. 
Thank you. All right, Sylvia, thanks so much. Uh, we had a great show. A lot of folks uh, chimed in that we can tell how popular sweet potatoes are because, as we said, you know, they're good for you and they're so versatile. So we we'll really encourage you to go out and uh, get some vardaman sweet potatoes and put them on your dinner plate for your next meal. Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Java Chapman, and our call screener was Debbie Kazoff. Thanks to our guests, Sylvia Clark and Jan Houston. So for Deborah Hunter, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next, now you're talking with Marshall Ramsey. That's followed by Southern Remedy at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining. It's heard only on MPB Think Radio.